Welcome to Israel Mosaic, Land People's Story. I am your host, Koro Tarod, and I'm coming to you from the Lower Galilee, in the Jezreel Valley, where my wife and I live. On today's show, we will conclude the second season with part two of my interview with Michelle Izaguri. Michelle, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Google. The scriptures speak of a period of time in history known as the last days. Do you feel that we are living right now in the end of times, and why? I really do feel that it's the last days. There are many things that can show us this in the political realm, in the social realm, but also in the spiritual realm, when we see that the attacks are so strong and that we have to stand, to stand in the truth. And it was in the 92, 93. We went through a tough time too. And I remember that the Lord was telling me, you will have to stand in the truth. And I said, Lord, I really want to stand in the truth and to love the truth. So when the Holy Spirit is showing you things, we have to stand in the truth. And right now, we are seeing things happening with all the green pass and the vaccines and the viruses. And there is so much correlation with what's happening in the book of Revelation, the Apocalypse. So it's really telling me, yes, we are in the last days. Yes, we have to come closer to the Lord and to clink with him. When we were in the kibbutz also, I remember I received from the books of Revelation about the church of Philadelphia. And, and there he's saying, I will protect you from the difficulties that will come on this world because you stand on my name, because you stand on me. So I think that this is the key to stand on Yeshua, to stand on what he said, to stand on what he prophesies, to stand with the Holy Spirit, that he will, he will be with us and protect us and guide us. And it doesn't mean that we will not have to go through tough time or even to suffer, but he will always be with us. Thank you, Michelle. We're privileged today because not only are we interviewing Michelle, but her husband is also with us today, Pastor Claudia Zagori. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I want you both to feel free to be able to answer them. Israel, as we all know, is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. Yet, we are experiencing a fourth wave. In Tuesday's news here in Israel, it said that we experienced one of the highest totals of COVID infection cases in one day. It was like 10,000 plus. Yet, the majority of those seriously hospitalized are fully vaccinated individuals here in Israel, according to a medical doctor report from Jerusalem. What can we do as a community at this very critical time to let people know overseas what's happening here? Because Israel is at the forefront of this COVID response. I just would like your thoughts on that. I think there are maybe two, three ways. First of all, in the last year, maybe year and a half, I think that because people were under the shock of all these restrictions and this, actually, this dictatorship that is developing here in Israel, there has been fear of talking about this 
and those who really wanted to know the truth did his own homework and there are some groups on WhatsApp which are exchanging links and so on. But now a time is coming when we know that there's a bunch of uh, lawyers who are bringing this matter to the Supreme Court. I think it's in the course of next week anyway about this past that it's actually against the Nuremberg Code and against the international law and basic laws of freedom. So this is something that we can pray about. We don't know the outcome, although we have a feeling that the judges don't want to cast their lots on this and take position, and they may try to avoid the issue. And actually, there has been a lot of work done by these lawyers on this topic. But on the other hand, we're starting to plan a seminar, and we want to invite anyone who really wants to know the truth, not only what we hear on the media, because if you really listen to the media, you can understand how deceitful it is, because one day they say something, and then they say something completely different. But there are facts, and there is a series of facts that are established that are well-founded, that we can bring in a seminar, in a PowerPoint, with interviews of professors around the world. I mean, one of them is the Nobel Prize of Medicine, but there are prominent professors who used to have an international renown, and suddenly, because of the COVID, because they understand the COVID in a very different way, then they have been censored, and you can hear them only on the internet, on some internet channels which is very sad because they have a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge. They have followed this matter. They have investigated. Even some have done autopsies on people who died from the COVID, and they have come to quite different results and opinions than the ones we hear on TV. So I think that this is a time when everyone who has enough material can Organize, you know, some kind of a group and invite people at home, even if it's a group of five or six or whatever, and tell them, you know, if you really want to know the truth about it, well, just look at the facts, look at the results, look at the material that we have accumulated, which is astounding, and tells us not only that it's, first of all, it's not a vaccine, then it's not as efficient as they tell us, that it's dangerous, that we don't know the long-term side effects, but also that it's a global scheme. And we are supposed to learn from history. If you align history, present, and the future, what we see, for instance, in Revelation 13, with the government of the Antichrist and the 666, we see the same approach, we see the same rhetoric, We see the same tactic. I gave a message on Shabbat about this, but just to one item during the Second World War, it was the yellow star. It was a way to identify a group of people who were supposed to be the ones to bear the blame. They were a danger to mankind. Now we have the green path, which means that the ones who don't have a green path are identified and they are accused to endanger the population. And in Revelation 13, we see 
the mark of the beast which identifies those who don't have the mark which means they are the danger it's the same tactic and there are so many signs like these that really show us that we are heading to the fulfillment of revelation 13 and that we should have our eyes open and our ears open and not be deceived by the propaganda during the second world war it was hitler's propaganda eight years of propaganda from 1930 to 1938 and onward now it's propaganda every evening on the news you have half an hour of brainwashing concerning the corona and during the day every hour and with the antichrist he will do the same thing he has a big mouth to brainwash people and the strange thing is that in the past in the present and the future you see the same thing that the population is so conditioned that they don't think that it's abnormal to mock people and to accuse them. They don't think so. They think it's okay that you cannot work because you don't have the vaccine. Well, it's okay. You are the ones to blame. You are the danger. And so this is an alarming thing because mankind becomes less human. Love is growing cold. And this is not the spirit of the scripture. This is not the spirit of the Bible. So anyway, this is just one thought out of many. Claude, I really commend you because you're in the minority of minorities, you and Michelle, here in the land, here in Israel. And I want to talk about that, Michelle, a little bit with you. How has the response been with other leaders? You know a lot of Messianic leaders in the land and you're in contact with them. Has it been very difficult and are you facing a lot of opposition to your stand against the vaccination? Actually, Claude brought uh, the subject in a conference with other pastors and speaking about the vaccine. So mostly many of them did not receive what he has to say when he was bringing the expose about the vaccine and what he heard from professors and doctors well known abroad. So it has been very difficult. I do not have any close contact with the pastors in the land because I did not speak to them. But the ones that I know, they are close to the same ideas that Claude is speaking about. You and Claude are the founders of Koav Akshakhar, and you have great responsibilities there for the people. How has the response been with the people that you've been talking to and warning and sharing with? Has it been very difficult during this COVID time? It has been difficult with our elder son, <laughs> that he did not want to understand and to realize this. But the people in, in the fellowship, there are some people that we spoke with them and they really realized that there is a danger and they are careful and they want to do the right thing. There are those who, it's because of the work, because of what they are losing. If you are not vaccinated, you cannot go to work, you cannot do this. So it's terrible, you know, it's terrible. So there are things really strange happening and people losing their jobs because they do not take the vaccine. This is not right. Michelle, from Israel, what do you see happening in the future here? And what's on your heart for the people of Israel? Well, I see that the Lord he will interfere. In my heart, my prayer is that the Lord will awake many people, that he will save many people. 
This is our prayer. But in the other side, we know what will happen because this is what is written in the book of Revelation, that there will be uh, one-third of the population that will die. So we know that terrible things will happen, and it will happen because it is written. And he said that he will shorten the days because of the saints, but still there are things that perhaps we will have to go through. But again, the Lord said, I will protect you. I will be with you. The same that he was with the Jewish people in Egypt, in Goshen. Goshen was completely covered and protected. And the rest of Egypt was receiving all the legs. So I feel that the time will be difficult. The time will be difficult for the nations and will be difficult for the people and difficult for the decision that the governments, the government of Israel, the governments in the world are taking. And if you pay attention, they are the same decision. The same decision that are taking in Israel, it's happened in the France, in Spain, in Australia, in the States, everywhere. So this is something global. And you understand that it's something coming from above. But still, the Lord is in control. And we're praying that he will cover and revive and save. Thank you, Michelle. You spoke with me about things that happened from movies in the past that really now, as we look at, are very prophetic. And there was world leaders in the 80s that spoke about things. Now we're talking about a great reset. You hear those phrases or you hear the fourth industrial revolution. Can you just explain with the audience what leaders and what movies were going on in the past that are really explaining what's happening now in 2020 and 2021? It was when my youngest one, my youngest boy, was looking a movie of Pinocchio made by Walt Disney. And he shocked me to see that in the movie you see the many children going with Pinocchio to a fair, to a park to play. There's all kinds of games, and they're so happy. And because someone inviting them to go in for free, so they went for free. And when they are in the park, after a while, they are caught by the owner of the park, and he put them in a cage, like in jail. And then their heels grow like a donkey. So they turn to be even not human because they could not speak. They were just saying the sounds of a donkey. So I was remembering this, and my son was looking at this movie, and millions of children have seen this movie. And they've been conditioned of seeing that entertainment will caught you. Entertainment will keep you in a cage and turn you not into a human. And this is what's happening. When you're thinking about the Green Pass, you cannot go to the restaurant, you cannot go to the cinema, you cannot go to a concert. But if you want to go, you need to have the green pass. And the green pass is the vaccine. So if you want to enjoy all these entertainments, you need to have this vaccine. And perhaps one, two, three, four, five, depends. So it is really something that happened a long time ago. And it always was in my mind, you know, this picture that children will be caught in a kind of lie. And then I remember also when there was the war against Iraq and uh, George Bush Sr. 
said now we're beginning to go into time of the new world order. They begin to speak about the new world order. And because I read this book about our route for the global occupation, and I was saying to God, I said, look, they are now speaking about it. So they begin to slowly to speak about these things. There is uh, President Sarkozy, I think, when he was a president, he said, we are going to a new world order, and I'm telling you, nobody, nobody will be able to stop it. Michelle, you mentioned the book entitled En Route to the Global Occupation by Gary Ka, which is a high-ranking government liaison exposing the secret agenda for global unification. Can you tell our listening audience more about this groundbreaking book? I remember that in the 90s, I was reading this book, and this man was explaining what the Freemasonry are planning and doing with all the councils of the foreign affairs in the States, all the things that they have raised with the banks and the finances, and going forward to a global government, a global occupation. And in this book, he's speaking about, I don't remember if it's a lawyer or a politician that was on his way to a conference to really expose these things, and the plane has been shut down. So all that I was really interesting of these things and I was searching and seeking about the Freemasonry, the way that the things are doing. It's not only now, but it's centuries before. So this is a plan. And when this uh, cold pandemic all began before 2020, actually, I really felt that something is going to happen. And I was telling Claude, you will see, they will begin to do things like this and this. They will begin to close us. And even I warned my eldest son, you know, saying, perhaps you will lose your job and actually lose the job. And now he's back, but you don't know what will be next. And there are things showing you during the years that something is going to get prepared. But, you know, because when you speak about this, people are not taking you seriously. So I try, even at home, when I was sharing with the children, they were thinking, oh, Ima, you just exaggerated. And now they can see it. So there is some preparation. So the same way that there is this preparation, the same way we have to get prepared with the Lord to listen what the Lord will say to us. Because the Lord can say to us, okay, now you have to take your bags and leave or go somewhere. I don't know. We don't know yet. Or you have to stand and to stay. So we have to be prepared to do what he is asking us to do, even if we have to go through a tough time. I just heard someone from the States that she said that they have prepared places for the non-vaccine that they will keep in camps. And now we can see things happening, but we did not pay the attention. There is like this politician and a French author writing books. His name is Jacques Attali. In 1980, he wrote a book about the depopulation of the earth. He wrote a book about saying that we have to compare in the years 2020. He gave even the years. So 2020, we will have to make a depopulation, and perhaps it will be a virus. People say, well, was he a prophet saying something? How could they know? But they knew it because <laughs> they are preparing. So they are part of the, the system 
and they know what they are doing. And he even said, last time I heard him, he said in French, what will be a beautiful city like Jerusalem to be the capital of the new world government? So people, they don't realize. They say, okay, why not Jerusalem? But when you're a believer and you know that the enemy, he wants to be in Jerusalem. He doesn't want to be in Paris or in Tokyo. He wants to be in Jerusalem. And it was in 2002, I think, or 2003, that he said this. I mean, these people, they know what they are doing. And we should not be sleeping. We should not sleep. We should be awake. But a few years ago, people were hearing this. They did not pay attention. So what? He's saying such a thing, you know? Why not? But when you know what the Word of God is saying, so then you understand that preparation and why Israel is the first one to be so much vaccine is in the target of the enemy. Why Israel? Why not uh, Paris, uh, France, or Italy, or Spain? But Israel, and going now for a third injection to people, and they're speaking about a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, a seventh. I heard in the French news we could arrive to the seventh injection. I think this is something really that we should warn people if they want to listen. Michelle, you really brought some great points. As Jerusalem would be the capital, again, of the world, and you talked about back then transhumanism, depopulation, and conditioning. All the things that the world leaders and the authors were talking about and the intellectuals were telling the communities of people around the world is happening right before our very eyes. And we need to realize the times we are living in. You know, at this time when I was seeing these things or reading these books, I was thinking, I was a little bit ashamed also because I was saying, oh, but I should not read these things. But I think that the Lord bring this on my way to realize that it is what they are doing behind the scene, you know. It's like in the book of Ezekiel when he said that the priests were behind the curtain. The priests were doing things that was really, really hurting God and making him very upset about what they were doing. And this is the same, you know, the same spirit. They are doing things that upset God. And when you realize, when you walk and you see the skies and we see the sun and the sunshine and the moon and the stars and you say, God created them. It's like this belongs only to this group of people, you know. But the Lord gave this earth to all mankind to enjoy. It belongs to him. It's his creation. And we should not appropriate something that does not belong to us. And exactly what the enemy is doing, to appropriate something that does not belong to him, belong to God, all these things. I'm so glad you talked about the signs and just looking around because God is speaking to people in dreams and in visions in these last days. And I believe in some ways that may be the only recourse, that may be the only thing that will alert or arrest people who otherwise just look at the news or are just not listening to things that are really happening. Yeah, uh, looking at the news is making you disturb. <laughs> so I, I really prefer to look what the Lord is doing, to look what the Lord said, to look what the Lord showed us in the past, and to know that He is the truth, that He is real, that He is the one that really holds all things in His hand. He holds all the world in His hand. So 
what the enemy tried to do. He tried to destroy this earth. He's trying to destroy the creation and to destroy human people because they are the children of God. And even today I spoke to a sister, I say, when the enemy wants to attack you, he will touch you first, your children. And this is what he's doing with God. He's attacking the children of God. I mean, this war is with God, against God, against Yeshua. This is the war. But how we touch God, when he touch us, his creation, this is what heart, much more the heart of God. It's like touching the apple of his eye and his people, Israel. Touching Israel is hard for him. So we need to, in these days, really to worship him, to stand in what Jesus said to us, the truth, and to discern the time, to discern the season, to discern what people are saying, and to love the truth above all. Above all, to love Yeshua, to love what he is, what he said, the way he walks, the way he's speaking to us, if in dreams or vision or in the word of God, really to, to love the truth, to stand in the truth. Thank you so much for those observations, Michelle. Really keen and very pinpoint observations. Michelle and Claude, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Koro, for inviting us and Tikva too. This concludes the second season of Israel Mosaic. I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. Join me next season on Israel Mosaic, Land People Story. See you soon.